Discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Faceboy Hall. The gang is all here. The gang is all here. I fucked everybody in the studio before. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to have Gary here, too. Oh, yeah, Gary was going to come as well. So that would have been literally, um, there's four, that would have been five people, including myself. Oh, I have fucked myself as well. Yeah, I mean. Rachel is here. Hi, Rachel. Hi, I'm here. And for the first time, we have David Austin here. Oh, boy. My full name had to be mentioned. Okay, nice to meet you. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry we, we nerfed you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Bill's going to be so upset about this one. The, the Bill will be upset about this one. Does Bill know about the, the SDR show that we did? No. Who's Bill? <laughs> Bill is his dad. But Bill, um, but Bill Austin is a pretty, like, he got... Um, he won reformations for the American Indians, the first person to win. So he's pretty. You lower your mic a little bit and it's, it's get closer fa- to it. Thank if you. I lower it, it's falling. Much. Oh, I see. Okay. So I have to. I gotcha. I have to. I have to raise it. All right. It's well, broken. Get a little closer then. We're we're we we might not have have as fancy tech as the STR show, but yeah, we, this this show is uh, looks like we got a radio show war here. It's a little bit of a David versus Goliath, uh, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll show. They have uh, squares. They have they have some professional comedians, well honed comedians. They have a producer. They have a YouTube channel. Our equipment works. Our equipment works. <laughs> hopefully, on a good day, our equipment works. On a good day, our equipment works. <laughs> um, I got a half a pack of cigs. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, but first, I want to briefly discuss the uh, the leaking the the leaking of the Supreme Court justice uh, draft overturning Roe. But I would like to give people who have the ability to give birth an opportunity to speak on that first, if they would wish to. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's devastating. Um, obviously, um, I am somebody who, I mean, I didn't, I just said to Rachel, I wasn't sure if I was going to speak on this, but I will speak on it. Um, you know, I unfortunately had been raped a couple of times by some very dangerous men and did have to have abortions because I did not feel that they, I would trust that the men wouldn't get custody. And I didn't feel that it would be safe for these, my child to be in the hands of these men. And it was, you know, it's not something I wanted to do to have an abortion, but it's something that was really necessary. And it's very hard. Um, it's very hard. You know, even when I went to Planned Parenthood, they actually put an IUD in me saying that they don't feel, at, they feel at my size, I'm likely to get raped again. I'm so, so sorry to hear that. It's very sad for some, some place like Planned Parenthood that sees a lot of cases to say that, you know, it's showing how many people that Planned Parenthood sees that are rape cases. And especially for Team Tiny, for people of our size, you know, it's very, it's not, I'm not, I wouldn't want to say it's easier to rape a small woman, but it, it's just logistically easier. It is easier. It's, it's logistically easier to rape a small woman. <clears throat> and um, that's where Team Tiny started. I know a lot of people think it's like a pro-anorexia cult, but it started as a militia to you know, fight against men who, you know, to for women to stand together, to fight against men. And, you know, this is a, a very sad day for Team Tiny. Well, it's it's a draft. Yeah, exactly. It's a draft. It's a draft. So, but it's, you know, the, just the thought of it. And it, like to live in a country like America where you, you believe you have rights and to have this be happening. And it also puts the uh, Senate confirmation hearings uh, in, in the toilet, 
because all of these conservative justices, or at least most of them, affirmed the constitutionality of Roe when they were going through their confirmation process. And now to throw that out, it's just like you lied. And can you be? Can you be? Uh, can you face charges for perjury? Supreme Court justices, you know, they they can't. They don't have to answer to anyone ever, and they have the job for the rest of their lives. There's very little a Supreme Court justice can do to lose their job or face any consequences for lying during the confirmation hearings. I could be wrong about that, but that's the way I understand it. Steve said that um, you know, when it when it that um. Biden was against Roe versus Wade when, it, like back back in the day. He was. Biden is 107. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the the reality is that <laughs> yeah, the reality is is that people like Biden will. I mean, he's a man, but people in the same social position as Biden will always be able to get safe abortions. Yes, because their doctors just operate outside of the Constitution and outside of the legal system. There's no. They can do lots of things that most people can't do. Um, yeah, it's really a war against poor people. It not, really is. Not a war against, like, <clears throat> rich people will still be able to have abortions. They're, you know, my mom teaches in middle school, in a, in a rich middle school, or she did, and she said you should have seen the amount of abortions that came in. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'll, I won't share all the details of the situation, but I'm also someone who has had abortions after rape multiple, multiple times, the first being when I was 13. Um so I have a very, I don't know, strong Some of them being, feeling. being uh, unsafe abortions, right? Yes. So, so Rachel has been through actually um, like legal abortions, so she knows the dangers of that. Yeah, and I mean, it's really complicated for me. I'm someone who does believe that fetuses are people. I know it's not popular. Um, people don't like me for saying that, but You're I will. You're allowed to say that. You're allowed to have your opinion on that. Mo- most people I know don't like that about me. Um I will, there's like these websites where you can go and you can like pray for people's fetuses. Um, And like, I will go to them and I will also defend the hell out of everyone's right to choose an abortion and it has to be available. And like, are we, are we going to increase Medicaid? Are we going to, are we going to fix the foster care system? Are we going to like, if, if we're going to like, the people aren't thinking realistically. Thank you both very much. Uh, know how difficult, I don't know, but I can imagine how difficult it was for you to share that. But you both, I'm sure, understand the importance of it when something like this is threatening your right to choose. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of, that's the only positive that's happening out of this right now is that a lot of women are talking to me about their experiences. It, it does help, I think, w- women, women um, come together right now. Um. And you'd be just surprised at how many how many people have had abortions. So you, people think it doesn't touch them, but and also I would like to say to men who are against it that um, child support starts at starts starts at a quarter of your income. Just just want to put that out there. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'll, stay, yeah. I'll stay with this as, as long as we can. No, let's as long move on. As, as long as we want to. But I'm glad that we addressed it. Uh, I think it's you know it's part of what we do here. We we talk about things that are happening in the world. We talk about things that are happening in our personal lives, and we're going to get to that right now. Radio war. Radio war. <laughs> It's my first. It's my first radio war, you guys. <laughs> Mine too. David, is this your first radio war? Yeah, uh, it's. I think it is, but I've been in way too many wars. <laughs> I mean, do flame wars count? I don't know. 
No. What, what is a flame they war? They don't. What's a flame war? They like don't. on Facebook? No, that, that, it's 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 for it's for uh, stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't know about this. I don't know about it either. Um. So, uh, you know, David and I went on a show um, where we were told that it was going to be to promote us, to promote our art. Um, this was the SDR show to, to, you know, yeah, maybe talk a little bit about the nature of um, something like um, our relationship and things like that. But in no way did they um, imply that they were going to pressure us to um, for me to give him a blowjob, which they highly 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 pressured me to um I, like i actually felt like i wasn't going to be able to get out of that room until i did it that's the pressure i felt i was under um and david had just gotten out of the hospital so it was really an injustice to him as well um you know david was not in the shape to be able to oh just spit it out it's okay david was not in the shape at the, that time to be able to get it up and they're they're making fun of that and um then they proceeded to, after putting us in that position, um, to try to defame our character because we complained and say that we put coke all over the chairs, which we did not. Um, David had just been in the hospital. He had had an allergic reaction to the bedding in the hospital. You know, they, they, they were, so they said they had to throw away the chairs because of us, because of some, you know, I have a cat, first of all, and second of all, I don't waste coke. I, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> I, I've never spilt coke in my whole life. Not my whole life. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so why did they have a pocket pussy there? Um, the joke of that was that uh, once uh, my uh, my um, male member became erect, the pocket pussy would be um, then uh, shoved on top of my uh, unit, and then you know I would be but they tasked have prepared, to obviously I would be tasked to see if it would say if I could stand up on my own, so to speak. Which I mean, it's like some kind of silly sub Howard Stern whack pack game. Did you know in advance that they were doing this pocket pussy thing? That was done in the first episode I went to. And did you know in advance before the first episode? I knew in advance before the first episode. That was fine. I'm 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 a trooper. Because you were uh, by yourself and you and you yeah, I was completely, putting me in that position. Yeah. I was completely by myself in that yeah. situation and But David, I know, you know, he like I went over it not just with David, but also with um Lainey who um like booked us for the show i went over what was the point of me being there and this was not the point they should have like given me consent beforehand you know now you also and i'm gonna get back to this in in a, in a minute david uh but um you also did not sign a release i did not sign a release to even be on the show then they after the fact pressured me to sign a release that i like i i wouldn't have been on the show if they wanted me to sign a release like that you refused to sign so the release, i refused to sign the release and, and, yet, they, and it, yet the youtube is still, still out there it's still out there yep. and, that, and there's an uncensored version for people who subscribe that's um, my yeah. understanding. Yeah, that's the, my understanding as well. Yes. Not only did you not sign a release, but you and Francis wrote like a whole letter of like reasons why you did not. Why want. I did not want to, and then they went yeah. went around and slandered my name. To, to I, I, I saw screenshots of things they sent to David about not signing the release, basically saying I'm unprofessional. You know, um, no, he's unprofessional to have me sign a release after the fact that I did not agree to. Actually, that's unprofessional. They just tried to bully me into doing it, being like, this is standard, everyone does it. 
Well, if it was standard, you should have me do it beforehand. You, you, they, they're, they're, they're trying to get me to just think I have to do it. Well, we've talked about standard releases in the past. Standard- I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I, I have. Guess what? My advisor is Face Boy, and I wouldn't have signed your stupid fucking release. I'm not no idiot. We we went to a, <laughs> we went to the filming of a, a trauma movie the other day, and we were not allowed to walk in the door until we had read the release. Read the release. I was not allowed to walk in the door and until it. I signed a release. That is how you do like that is how you do it. I did sign that release because it wasn't a fucking crazy release. Trauma, yeah, trauma is fair. It was, you know, a, they, they, you know they, what I mean. They're, they're ultra low budget, but I've I have been had relationships with trauma with people who have worked with trauma going back to the 90s. Yeah, trauma I'm really thinking of like um interning at. I'm thinking of interning Good for at you. because I really um am for what the, what they have going on. Me too. Yeah. Never have it ass versus trauma. Ass versus sex, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Show. Show. Not, 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 se- not, not sex, not drugs, sex. and rock and roll. We, we, we have not vetoed sex, drugs, and rock and roll, to be very clear. <laughs> but the SDR show. Um, and and they're, 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 these days, like, some, one of the comments was, like, I never thought, like, they're supposed to be the best in music and all that. They, they said, I never thought these guys would have better taste in music than the SDR show. So fuck y'all. You don't even have good taste in music. You don't even know who Built a Spill is. Everybody knows who Built a Spill is. Chris is like I don't know who that spell is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you he looked at me. But for Francis, you're. It's all right. I, I think you had to be born in 1987. I think you had to be born in 1987 that. to know his spells. And Francis, actually, just to know, let you know, I do get filled in on who's on their show right now. Uh, oddly enough, Colin Hay is currently booked to be the uh, special guest of honor on the SDR don't show tonight. We, I don't recall who that is. Who can it be now? Who can it be now? Oh, the guy who wrote and sung that song? Minute work. <laughs> what a big star that guy is. We, we we did get more views than some famous people. So at least um for, at least we put on a good show despite the fucking um despite the harassment. It was very painful to watch. I'm and sorry. It, it I'm was sorry. really difficult. You know, I'm sorry. Me and uh it's not your fault. If you see a picture okay, of it is not um, your fault. If you see the picture of uh, like I can pull it up if you want. There, no, this is not a visual show again. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't pull it up. But there is a picture that they took, and me and David both look shell-shocked. You, you can see in David's face, he's also shell-shocked right after. The one that they use for the YouTube background. No, that's oh, the, the YouTube okay. background is like, there's a picture of, oh, the one with all of us. Did you see it? I'm not really sure. No, they, 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 we both look shell-shocked. The, the one that they, the, the, the promo shot is great. They used like... a a good promo shot they, they they took from, but they also like cut out, they changed the picture, which I don't think Adrian Buckmaster would be happy about. They didn't ask me permission. They just took it down from my Instagram without asking permission. Didn't, didn't credit Adrian. I know that Adrian would not be happy about that. Um, Cause Adrian's pretty specific about wanting credit, which he should be. He's a genius. Yes, he is. You know, so um, that's, you know, they, you shouldn't just when when I credited, the, I credited the picture, the picture they took down to credit, they should have credited him. I do have some problems with you, David. Please, and I'm, but I, I told Lucas I was be, I was going to be fair with you, and I was going to be fair with the SDR show. And then Lucas said, "Don't be fair with the SDR show." <laughs> I said, "Be fair with David, but not the SDR show." I can understand. Please air your problems with me. I I completely get it. I don't know you very well, and I don't don't characterize you as a bad person. But bad things seem to happen to Lucas 
when you're around. You know, the last time he was brought to Kings County Hospital, you were around. This SDR show was a bad thing that happened, and you were around. And, and there are other examples of that. And what I want to say is, I want you to consider that if you love this person so much, maybe think about that more and make a sacrifice of not trying to bring this person back into your life every time they they cut you off. I understand. I get it. There wasn't a question. It was a statement. I wasn't asking for a response, but I wanted to put that out there. So now I do have a question about, uh, you know, it, it's like who knew what and when? And one thing that definitely works to your favor, David, is that on the YouTube, you made a comment about that you did not know what you were walking into, which I wasn't sure about at first. And SDR does tend to respond to comments. They didn't respond to that at all. Do you want to speak to that? Yeah. Um, To be perfectly blunt, uh, yes, the timeline of events was is that there was one episode. It was myself and a popular male porn actor named Mo the Monster. And, of course, he won that uh, contest, hands down. Big ups, Mo. You're a winner. Um, but, you know, I was interviewed. Again, you had just gotten out of the hospital. Yeah, I mean, I was two weeks out of the hospital. I had nothing to lose. Go for it. So it was a contest? Yes, there was a contest on who could hold up a pocket pussy with just using their penises. But that's not the episode I was on. That, that's, no. That's the, you know, the, the episode I was on, they literally said they wanted to focus on my art. Yeah, um, well, I think we were just going to be interviewed. Interviewed, that's what they said. And they said, and I said, interviewed about what? They said, they said your art, your dancing. They said the, the, the most we would have you do, they literally said the most we would have you do is maybe do a little dance for us. And you love to dance. And I love to dance. So I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what had happened is, I guess my interview with the SDR folks was the real hit of the uh hit of the show because audience response demanded that I, I come back for one more. And it was like, okay, bring somebody else on. Um, I thought of you because you enjoy doing radio and, you know, it was a chance to get paid to do something, you know, to get paid doing radio. Paid doing radio, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of promises were made by them to me of, okay, well, we'll make this a semi-recurring position you know, you, you know, you can you'll get paid. You get to do interviews, and the whole nine yards. And you know, granted, it went to my head a little bit. You know, when people are offering you everything, you lose sight of what's most important. And every, you know, it's it's kind of like the way that Hitler gained power in Nazi Germany. Not to bring that up, but it's like I was taught. You know, if you give somebody a fly, if you give somebody who's broken a flag and say you give them a cause and a, and something to march to they'll do any horrible thing you ask them to do you feel you're broken in many ways yeah i'm sorry to hear that so you cut ties with this show completely they cut ties with me they did he, well he defended he defended me and they they wanted him to not take my side let's hear about that um, they wanted him, they were trying to slander me, you know, for not signing the release. And, they, and I saw the messages between them. They were trying to slander him, and they, they said that I called him a rapist, which I did not, you know, this is one thing I wanted to speak on. 
you can have, we had one time, one time where there was issues with consent, but he, David was highly over-medicated at the time. And um, David and I have worked through that, but I explained it to the woman saying, I wouldn't have done that on the show because of this. And she, then she went back and said, I called him a rapist, which I did not. And she, they tried to get him to still take their side. Well, he did not take their side. He took my side, even after being told that I called him a rapist. And um, then they, they then they turned on him too. Did you throw something at one of those people? No, they no. Threw, they threw at something at they threw something at him. Oh, let me hear about that. Oh, at the big hardcore jamboree in Tompkins Square Park uh, during one of the opening bands, uh, we were waiting for the Chromags to play. All of a sudden, a, a half full can of Modelo beer comes floating over the crowd and hits Vio, hits my friend right in the chest. And we're looking around and there's there's the owner of this of uh, you know, there's the owner and one of the hosts of, of the SDR show. That girl? No. No, the Frankenstein looking one. The Frankenstein the Frankenstein one? Yeah. And he's standing he's walking around. He's the owner, right? Yeah, he's holding a case of beer, handing them out to anybody who will talk to him. It was one of the most pathetic things I'd ever seen in a human being. Yeah, he's apparently super rich. Well, like a, a lot of the reason they have a lot of the reason they have a lot of the money they have is this guy has like an apartment that the elevator door opens out to his apartment, like one of those types mm-hmm. of apartments. Like he, he, he's really rich. So I think a lot of the money is just self funded and not necessarily that the radio show is making that much money. I see. You know, so he's like loaded. So it's your opinion that that uh, it's my opinion that the radio it, that that station is doing well. It's my not opinion. because they have great advertisers. Yeah. Or or or. It's my opinion. I have no idea. Quality above like Radio Free Brooklyn was poor shit. Yeah, it's my opinion that they, they, <laughs> that they're that being it was funded, being funded by a rich guy, and <laughs> like you know, we we're, we're started by real like artists here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, hell yeah. You know, you so. know, it's a little early for me to do this, but it's a perfect segue, so let me do this right now. Hey, you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Our mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. I'm so proud of this station right now. I really am. I'm really proud of it, too. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate, in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Hey, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Got one more thing to read, then I might ask you about doing poppers in the park. Oh, <laughs> shit. 
called out. Sorry, Radio Dad. Free Brooklyn is proud to present four amazing bands at an outstanding local venue for an evening of rock and music. Join us on Friday, May 20th at 7.30 for a night with 7th Grade Girl Fight, Dirt Bikes, Barrette, and Castle Black, 13-Foot Python. Monster trucks. Okay, I made those last two up. <laughs> I had none other than Ridgewood's own Bar Frida, 801 Seneca Avenue. Tickets are a paltry 10 bucks and can be purchased at the venue. We can get back to this stuff in a, in a little bit, but let's get a little more lighthearted and yeah. give our almost weekly shout out to the Leather Man. Yes, we love the Leather Man. The Leather Man is actually, they did not have the... the the supplies to make me a new harness so they're actually order to them like that's that's great like they they're very they're ordering it custom and did not ask for a deposit did not ask for a deposit did not ask for any extra money for the for the um strap on than what it normally costs yeah this was my first visit to the leather man i was the only woman in the store and they made me feel so good so comfortable I felt really good, even though everyone else was a man. <laughs> I have mentioned this; like they they are they are friendly to everybody. Sometime in the like early mid nineties, there was one guy did not like when I brought a woman in there. Didn't like it at all. They were so uh, nice to me. Yeah. I think they kind of consider me a man because they they know about our, our shenanigans. They know about our shenanigans. You are a man. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, would, I, I am would, a man, but I'm just saying. I'm, I think they kind of like. I'm. I don't necessarily visibly look like a man to everybody, and I think they they kind of consider me a man anyway. And actually, I've told this story before, so we're we're going to move on to all the good stuff Leatherman does. I came in and uh, I was going to buy this uh, this. Big, big, big dick, big, big, big dick. Like I'm, a, I was real concerned. Like I was like, this is gonna be the moment they break him. And I, <laughs> and, and then, and then they were like looking at me, like, like I'm like, you know, five feet tall and like so little, just like hey, hi. And then, and they, and they're like, they're like, um, and, and you're like, hey, babe, can you fuck me with this? And I'm like, okay, babe, sure. And they're all, they're all looking at me like. <laughs> And it was not cheap, and good toys aren't cheap. It was 150 bucks. So I, I came back. You know, we had agreed that we wanted it. I came back with uh, with some cash, and uh, and talked through what we we're going to do with it. And they said, "Yeah, that's not going to be compatible with the type of harness you have." They are about the the their their employees. I mean, their 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 customers. They want their customers to have the right stuff. They are not about profit over over anything they're all yeah about they the were people. super honest with us like they looked at us and we're clearly two people in female bodies lucas is a man we're in but we're pretty small and they were honest um that like the harnesses that they had in the store weren't gonna work for us yeah yeah they're not gonna sell you something that doesn't fit right no it would have been real easy for them to sell us something it would have been really easy for this i was i was like can we there was like a jockstrap like harness like that's just there to basically like um squeeze squeeze your dick you know what i mean and i was like Oh, will this no, work? No, I don't understand. Oh, it's basically like similar. It looks like the harness, but um, it doesn't have all the same str- amount of straps to to put in to put the dick in. I see. And and I was like, will this work with just the one strap? And they were like, no. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's really to just stick your dick through. I see. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. You can put a cock ring through. I got it. You can put a cock ring through, but you can't put like a dick in. And they were honest because they could have just sold us that. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's why they have a well-deserved, fantastic reputation, and they have survived so long in the, in the neighborhood, which has changed so much. I mean, Christopher Street used to be the gay mecca of New York City, and there's, like, I think there's ties, that one gay bar there, and not much else, really. It's mostly moved to Chelsea. Um, but so, so we did. We did patronize them a little bit by buying their natural poppers. They're, they're all natural poppers. It doesn't make my brain feel like I'm gonna die. Now those are those are uh, those are those are sold as a video head cleaner. Oh, I'm but sorry. Some I'm, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't be talking about jungle juice, would you? No. It's, no. It's, it's, it's their it's own. It's their own their own formula and if you choose to use it in the way that it's not intent that that it's not made for to be used (laughs) 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 it's the cleanest and and it's very clean it's very strong so you so you went back so we went back we got that and then we couldn't wait to use it so we decided to go it's right next to um the park where stonewall um the stonewall riots happened so we were um sitting in the park there were, there were park guards and stuff right near us, watching us do it. <laughs> we, we did poppers right in front of the park guards. And you called me. And we, we called Francis. you up. We were like, Francis, we're on poppers. We're on poppers. We're doing poppers in the park. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you to Lucas for an amazing experience because I have been queer my whole life, but not out until like three months ago. What? Four months ago. So this was like a pretty cool experience for me. The yeah. whole thing. It's yeah. A pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty like, gay experience to go to the Leather Man for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. It was a good gay experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we bought, a, we bought a temporary strap-on. It's rainbow, um, and it's not as good. But it can't fuck the way I want to fuck. But, um, well, it's not going to be. It's not as good, yeah. But, um, you know, we, we, we have a temporary strap-on until the, 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 the new one comes in. <laughs> When did Siri become a depressed, angst-ridden teen? What's she saying right now? I got a new iPhone. I hadn't used Siri in a long time, and I, and I did the, hey, Siri, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh-huh. The hell is that? <laughs> I, I don't have a new phone, so mine doesn't I, uh, do that. I, I changed <laughs> it to a British accent, and it's a little better. <laughs> hey, Siri. Uh-huh. It's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was making some kind of comment on this strap-on leather man situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Depressed angst ridden teen. <laughs> She's probably tired. Let me let me actually ask See, so we've, Siri. We've worn Siri out. She's like, uh-huh. This has been years. <laughs> hey, Siri. Uh-huh. When did you become a depressed angst ridden teen? I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Good evening. Okay. How can I help? I want to see if your Siri is different than my Siri because my Siri sends me to psych wards when I when I want co- when I'm when I have a cold. Hey Siri, what should I do about a cold? Hey Siri. Mm-hmm. What what should I do about a cold? Okay, I found this on the web for what should I do about a cold. Check it out. Cold remedies. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Yours is like it's in your head. Go to please, the psych ward, babe. Please, please the do's and don'ts of, of of easing cold symptoms. 
Eight tips to treat colds and flu the natural way. So my Siri's out to get me. I almost threw her in the river. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. Hmm? I like when she says my name. What's my name? You're Francis, but you asked me to call you Francis. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little odd. That was not what I expected. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm Francis, and so I should be called Francis. It's weird, but, like, my phone, it's registered un- under Kristen, but, like, it still knows to call me b- by, like, well, it, this is the past. I don't know if the new phone calls me Lucas, but it still knew to call me Lucille. I was like, hey, Siri, how do you know, um, like, you're, my name's Lucille, and she made a joke. She was like, you're asking me that? And then she pulled up on my fucking internet. <laughs> she pulled up, like. Let, let's see. Let's see what the new one does. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the new one does. I have mine turned off. I'm scared of this stuff. I mean, I'm sure she's still listening, but I have it off because I'm scared. Of like, like, uh... hey, Siri. Huh? Do you remember the things I ask you? I don't have an answer for that. Oh. Is there something else I can help sketchy, with? Sketchy, Siri. Sketchy. <laughs> it is I'm sketchy. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Siri is fucking sketchy. Hey, Siri. Oh, maybe I have mine turned off, too. You're kind of screaming at her. Oh, hold on. I think, do I have to press the button? Oh, my phone is dead. <laughs> All right, next week, we will we will discover that. I have a charger. All right, charge it. Charge it up. Charge it up, and then we will see. I never use the Siri anymore because she freaks me the fuck out. That's what I was just saying. <laughs> Do you just have to press a button to get her to go? To turn off, you mean? No, to, to go on. Because I used to like press the bu- the home button, but now we don't have a home button. I don't know. Are you okay, David? Yeah, I'm... Uh, you look sad. I'm fine. Of course I'm happy. You do look Why? sad. You look sad. T- tell us what's wrong. Yeah, don't worry about it. No, I'm worried about you. Why would you worry about me? I care about you. I appreciate that very much. I care a lot about you. Thank you. Don't worry about it. It's uh, when you know when I get that moment to say something, I'll I'll take it. Okay. You, you well, please t- speak. Speak. Okay. So you want me to say something? All right. I'll say it. Yeah. You know it. It does not feel good, and you know going through this. You know being here right now, and being confronted with a situation that I had a hand in creating, is a very sobering experience, and it's really sad. It really is sad. Because I really do feel as if I had a hand in degrading you in some way and in exploiting you sexually. And it was not intentional. It was not something that I wanted to do. But I was there. I should have said no. I was so blinded by the idea of, hey, this might be good for a career. This might be good to, you know, this could get us over and get an audience this way this can be beneficial in some way and then of course you had on the bottle of whiskey we were given gratis and just how good it felt to be out and alive again and you know i i had an error in judgment and it took a couple of days to process the fact that i had hurt somebody that i i loved very deeply and that is you know 
and I was surrounded by people who, you know, yeah, yes, men, yes, women, yes, persons, whatever you want to call them, who were saying things like, well, find somebody else. Uh, what do you care about? They're not making you money. <laughs> you know, you're the draw here. <laughs> and, yeah, that's manipulative bullshit of the highest order. And I thought I was smarter than that. I, I spent four months in a hospital wanting to get back out into the world. And, you know, situations like that were, you know, made me wish I was still back in there. You know, made me wish I, you know, didn't have the use of my legs again. You know, because when you're in a hospital, you know, you're insulated. You've got your TV, your bed, your therapy. You know, if, if you're lucky, somebody will call you on the phone. And, you know, you're kind of insulated from the world. You know, but that's neither here nor there. But, you know, I wanted to make it work for the both of us. I thought, you know, I thought, okay, you, you go through, like, the trials and tribulations, and it can benefit. I knew that it was going to be, I knew that it was bad when, you know, there was an opening for a producer position, on, you know, at that network. And I put you up for the position. It's like, look, Lucas has experience with radio. I will say they did actually contact me about that position. They um, contacted me because I forced the issue. Yeah, but I didn't contact them back. <laughs> and I brought you up as a candidate. These people laughed at me. You know, it was like, okay, I realize what I've, you know, what I've fallen into now. I've been deceived. Yeah. And I've been tricked. And the, you know, while we were both, I think both of us. They were laughing at me when I went, I, I had forgotten my vape and I went back in and the, that girl who like assists with the show, she was like, is she seriously coming back in here? Yeah. That's what they said. Laughing at me. All so, laughing at me. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm, I regret even getting you involved because I don't, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to even look you in the eyes right now. Because, yeah, I mean, if you want me to make a grand statement like something out of a movie, I'll do it. You know, you're the one person I've met in my life that I genuinely loved, genuinely, like, loved me. And, like, you know, if challenged, I'm going to fight for it, you know? Sorry. I, I mean, I don't, I don't feel any streak of possession. I feel like you taught me something about loving with loving someone without being jealous or feeling a sense of ownership. And I'm happy for that gift. I'm happy for that for the lesson you taught me. And never yeah, you know, I know bad things happen when I'm around. I'm sorry, I'm a freak magnet. I am a <laughs> I am a I am an, a like a lightning rod for crazy fucked up situations i have been since i was a kid do you feel that you are being treated fairly here today yes i do and i want to i want to thank you very much because i know that seeing me after watching that show must be very difficult for both you and for rachel because in you know i also know that for most of lucas's friends you know they're probably is a real animosity towards me and i can understand that i wish i could shake hands with each every single i'd have to shake hand i'm sorry my uh left hand is you know gone from injured to permanently disfigured 
damn comas. I wouldn't say for me there's animosity, just like a very strong protectiveness. I understand. For Lucas um, and that, yeah, I just really, really love them. As do I, and I understand why you are protective. Rachel punched the wall. I did, but my fist did not go through the wall. <laughs> um, I was just angry. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to apologize for even, you know, being a part of that and causing so much pain to so many people. You know, how do you live with yourself after that? You know, and part of me hopes that doing the, you know, doing this show with all of you and you know, saying my piece will somehow exercise those demons because this is a pain that I go, I wake up with every day, not just a physical one, but an emotional one. You know, because, you know, the role, you know, not, I don't want to, you know, be too traditional here, but I was, you know, I grew up with the idea of the role of a man being a protector and to always look out for the person they love. And I failed. I failed miserably. And I have a hard time dealing with that. And I did so. I did it because I didn't do it because my medications were off or I was too drunk. Although by the time that the show was over, I was a gibbering wreck because we had killed that entire bottle of whiskey. <laughs> that was the highlight. The highlight of the whole thing was whiskey and sushi. Yeah, and, David brought me sushi before. Oh, I was like, and they give you sushi at this fucking no, show too? I'm like, maybe I should go on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, not just that, but just the, you know, the manipulative factor of it all, the fact that, like, one party would go to Lucas and say, that, like, all these horrible things about me, and then come to me and just rattle on about what a, what, how horrible they are, and they don't, you know, Lucas doesn't play by the rules. Screw them. Yeah. You know, like, all I want about my fucking release. Uh, you're the draw. No one gives a shit about Lucas. No. And it's like, you're talking about somebody that I love. Why we all uh, don't push this. And frankly, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this out there. If you don't mind me saying it, and you can, if, you know, if, I'd really wish you'd just look, look me in the eyes. I'm glad we can finally look each other in the eyes right now. You know, like never again would I forsake what's truly important for, you know, and this is a lesson that can be learned by anybody. Never, don't forsake the people in your life for the infamy or, you know, fame or the promise of some great reward because, you know, relationships, because the people who care about you are much more important than what's in your pocket or what people think of you on the internet. If Lucas didn't have a tremendous capacity for forgiveness, we would not be facing. We would not be celebrating eight years together in June. Uh, there were I've I've screwed up plenty of times, and uh, more so I think than than you have in our our relationship. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> uh, but we both make mistakes, and we both you know if if one of us sees what we have done and are serious and and honest about asking for forgiveness and not doing those and and being sure to follow up we say we're never going to do that again we don't do that again uh i could think of some examples but i'm 
not going to right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I do forgive you, David. I do forgive you. Thank you. Sorry, that that took a lot. That took a lot for me to say and to put that out there publicly. I, I, I've been preparing myself mentally for that all day. Radio war. Radio war. <laughs> so is are we not going to dance to shake it off today? Oh, we can do that. You want to uh, dance to shake it off with us? Well, I would have preferred beat my head against the wall by Black Flag, <laughs> which I think is much more fitting for the scenario. But Taylor Swift, my, my other sister's a really big fan. <laughs> I'm just trying to lighten the mood in here. Hey, man, I'm into it. Uh, I don't. This this uh, phone has a battery life of about four minutes, and I didn't set it up and plug it in and everything. But uh, I think that's about how long that song is. Oh yeah, I am gonna have to plug this in. But we can do it. Who is calling me? <laughs> ah, Radio Verite. Uh, no, I will not pick up the phone for you. <laughs> Who is it? Uh. One of my friends from Atlanta. Uh, while I'm doing this, uh, what's what's your mother's Mother's Day plans? Um, me and Rachel are gonna see um my friend who's a new mama. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah, please I'm very don't ask, proud of her. Please don't ask me that question. Yeah, David unfortunately lost his mother. I'm so sorry to hear that. So yeah, that's my plan for the. That's my plan for Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cry. Yeah, Mother's Day can be such a hard day. Now every holiday, I every holiday for me has some. Yeah, some when, except for that one Christmas that Joanne planned for you. Yeah, my my, my mother planned a Christmas for for David once. That's and, nice. And we, we we Zoom called her and like. My brother was a little bitch ass. That's so freaking nice. <laughs> Remember him? He yeah. Was, he was sitting there fucking like. Rah, rah, rah. Sorry, Matthew. Oh, and then we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night. And that was like really cool. Oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. That fucking movie was the best. I've been think, trying to think of the name of that movie. <laughs> One of my favorite things about dating Lucas is finding alternative things to do on holidays. And we just had Passover together. It was. So beautiful. We yeah. also spent Christmas together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my, my mom my mom also suggested the Passover. My mom my mom makes holidays happen in my life. She's like, nope, you have to celebrate. You we must had, celebrate. We had <laughs> such a nice, weird, freakish Seder. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just do my best to make it... Make I'm it, becoming Jewish. Make it nice for mom. But people talk a lot of shit about us. And what do we do? We shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> Take care. Wait, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I gotta use the good one. Got nothing. I see out too late. Got nothing.
It's a fucking theme song. Yeah. Right there. That's a theme song. That's a fucking theme song. That is my theme song. That is this show's theme song. Yeah, well, I've talked about this. You know, there was a, another radio show that talked shit about me. Uh, I found out about it recently. Call him. Said he was. No, 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 no. Oh. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not, we're not gonna, gonna say. We're not gonna, we're not say, gonna it. say it. Sorry. We're not okay. gonna spread it. We're not gonna spread it. But they talked shit about me, and I found out, and I saw that it was more than a year ago that it happened, and only one person uh, recognized that they were talking about me. So I decided to shake it off. Fuck it. I'm not retaliating. But this is different. <laughs> hey Siri. I don't know. Maybe I have Siri shut off. Hey Siri. No. Nope. Oh, I'm smart. I don't. I don't use Siri anymore. See, because Siri tries to send me the fucking psych word, she might narc on me. Fucking bitch. I think Siri should sit here and apologize. Siri, you need to apologize to me. No, and in all seriousness, show some compassion. Yeah, in all seriousness, David, it, you did a really hard thing. Like most people, when they do something they don't feel good about, don't sit and ask for forgiveness directly. Um, and then doing it in public is an even different thing. So, yeah, I'm really proud of you, David. Thank you. I've never done that. Well, I'm gonna quote the butthole surfers: "It's better to regret something you have done." Than it is to regret something you haven't done. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good line. Hey, coming up uh, May twenty seventh, eighth, and ninth, I believe it is. It's the lower, the glorious Lower East Side Festival of the Arts at the Theater for the New City. Oh fuck, it's really coming out. We gotta prepare. That's my yeah, birthday. Well, we, we fortunately we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, you know three days in Cold Spring, three yeah. days, two nights, uh, and but we'll also we'll we'll we'll. How about this Sunday, tomorrow? Yeah, I'll pick out. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to start tomorrow? Yeah, you pick pick out the poems. You're I'll pick use. out the poems with you. Okay. And uh, and then next nice weather, we'll start rehearsing on the roof. Okay, sounds good. Sound good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And s- okay. And send me the the poems. So we are going to be performing once again 
as a as a as a gay couple. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to be doing poetry. Lucas is going to be doing dance, and our we are we are we are so grateful for the time slot and the theater that we were given. We're going to be in the main theater, the Johnson Theater, on opening night, right around a little bit past eight thirty. I mean, can you get better than that? Yep. For the Lower East Side Festival for the Arts. So thank you so much, Lisa Mora, all the wonderful Crystal Fields, all the great people, their staff that you have there, all the artists that you have there. We are very grateful, and uh, and I'm, I got the feedback that everyone loved what we did last year. Yeah, there was somebody at my art show who, who had remembered us, um, and he, he told us what a great job we did. So we're looking forward to that. Put it in your calendars. Uh, at we're going to be... Which day is your birthday? May 27th. Is that the day we're performing? Yes. You want to come? Of course. Okay, great. We invited you last year, but then LaRocco... You were supposed to come with LaRocco, and then something happened. <laughs> got to get closer to the mic there. You were supposed to happen with LaRocco, and then something happened. Oh, yeah. we were going to give LaRocco a shout-out. Wasn't that, that going to happen? That, yeah, we were going to give LaRocco yeah. a shout-out. Hi, hello, LaRocco. Get help. <laughs> you have grandchildren. Keep that in mind. You have Wait, grandkids. Does, does she really have grandkids? Yes. What? She has grandkids. Her kids have kids. Bake them cookies. Buy them toys. Do something. Get off the fucking internet. Yeah, actually, I have to. Quit pretending to be a guy. Please. It's probably not the shout out that she wanted. I I know. I know. I hate you. She's been harassing harassing me all week. (laughs) I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna diss Lorogo. No, no, no. Fr- oh, Fr- Francis likes Lorogo. I, I do. Oh, by the way, um, for my more internet savvy listeners, Lorogo is Jeff Howe. Yes, that's right. The internet nuisance you've all been dreading. That's them. Hey, we only have a few minutes left to this show, uh, so I don't want to forget to promote your OnlyFans. Oh yes, um, I my. OnlyFans is OnlyFans, I think, dot com slash Luca, L-U-C-A-T-I-A-M-O-R-E, Luca Tiamore. Coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn, she just walked through the door, Courtney Love presents The Circuit. She calls herself the other Courtney Love. I know. Hey. She's our Courtney Love. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, I'm gonna the other Courtney Love is is the Courtney Love that was in the People versus Larry Flint. That's what that's what I'm saying. And she came to one of my shows. Did I mention that? Oh no. Yeah, Court, the Courtney Love from People versus Larry Flint, etc., came to a Face Boys Folly show. That's so cool. And that was uh, I came to a Face Boys Folly show. Yes, you my, did. My wife was like, "Go, Face Boy is the top of the scene. You must go up and introduce yourself." And I was like, "No, he's too cool. I can't do it." Can't do it. Now you're fucking me in the ass with ridiculous <laughs> oversized dildos. It was a big, that was a big jump. <laughs> you got promoted real fast, Francis. <laughs> we tell the truth on this show. Oh, man. The, uh, the, the, uh, two neighbors of... Uh, I met neighbors in my neighborhood. And he and, told them about the show. And I told them about the show. But at least this time... I he told them, warning. yeah, I said, if you listen, you're going to learn too much about my personal, you're going to learn a lot about my personal life. So <laughs> you know, be prepared if you listen did, to did, the What show. about the first neighbor you told? Did they ever give you weird looks? Did they give me weird looks? Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> you liked your shout out. Wait, but are, you, are you antagonizing the Rocco? Yes. Now bake your grandchildren <laughs> some cookies. Cookies. <laughs> Well, uh, here's the thank yous. Always, Lucas, thank you so much for being here, for being in my life all these years, for just being the incredible person that you are. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. I was so looking forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you for suggesting that we uh, have a little dance party at the end, towards the end. <laughs> that was great. That thank you for having me. Fantastic. David, you're 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 very upfront, very honest, very vulnerable this evening, uh, and I didn't expect myself to be thanking you at the end of the show, but I am. I appreciate you saying that very much, and I just want to thank you, and I hope that this is the beginning of something very cool. And I want to thank our listeners. We are friggin' top five again. We're top five again. How did that happen? Because I suck a stick on the radio. <laughs> Not this radio, but on the- <laughs> Might have had something to do with it. <laughs> it might have had something to do with it. Your fans are our fans now, pal. <laughs> hey, kids, show yourself some love and show some love to others. It's important, and you know that it is. 